space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim, and with me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And this week we've got, what are we on, episode 7? Seven? 7 this one. Yeah, episode 7. Of Picard, which is Nepenthe, or Nepenthe. Nepenthe. Nepenthe, which is the name of the planet. Uh, but also, I looked it up, um, it's ancient Greek, and um, it's like a, a medicine that's meant to cure sorrow. Um, it's like the medicine of forgetfulness or uh, something right. makes well, you do, sort of it is mentioned in the episode that the soil has healing properties yeah and, so that's where the kind it of sort of uh, regenerates itself it's, yeah I think that's where the, they're going with it and it in a way it's sort of the opposite really if you look at Soji because she's kind of discovering her memories I suppose or discovering yeah. a little bit about her identity so there's a a bit of a sort of juxtaposition and everything but we'll We'll crack on with all that as we go through the episode, but um, yeah, it, we did quite a good job of uh, predicting this one last yeah, week, I think. Yeah, we think. pretty much, like, obviously we didn't get the fine details, we didn't do that, but no, but we got the, the actual meat of how the plot would go, we got pretty much yeah. nailed down. Yeah, so as we said, we get a lot with Soji, Picard, the Rikers, Riker Troys, sorry, and then we have the B-plots of... The La Serena and also yeah. Elnor back on the cube. So, lots of good stuff again this week. Yeah, another really good episode. Um, like, apart from the second one, which episode, which wasn't a bad episode, no. but it was it wasn't as fast. I, f- I don't think there's been, a, you can say there's been a crap episode. No, I don't think it, there has at all. I think it like, just keeps its strength going. Like you say, I think the second one, it just felt a bit of a placeholder and yeah. we, we've discussed it at length why we think it yeah it came out like that but having said that this week um they've released the titles yeah. of the last three episodes so we are definitely getting 10 right um unless they had another one on but um episode eight has a standalone title i forget what it is but then nine and ten are a two-parter right so unless we get that expanded into a three-parter, I think they we are, are going yeah, to end we are up getting, with ten. Right. So somebody's only got one episode as a director instead of having two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I think they, after the first two blocks, I think it's... Man, having said that, I think Alex Kurtzman's directing the last... Not Alex Kurtzman, the other one. Uh, Roberto Orchin, no, not him. Uh, another one of the guys. Kiva Goldsman, I think. Yeah. Is directing the last two, or it might be Kurtzman. We'll, when we get to that episode, I'll have the right name of the director, but we're not there yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so most of it's been blocks, but I think... Um, so, one, two, three, four, and nine and ten, but then the ones in between, I think they've they've jumped around a little yeah. bit more. And you were right way back, Frakes doesn't direct this one. No. But he's, dire- he's in it, obviously, as an actor. Yeah, so he hasn't directed himself, which I think sometimes is a good I thing. I think probably, if it's a role especially that he's not played in 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Mate, it's not quite 20 years for him, is it? Because he notoriously popped up in Enterprise. Yes. And this makes <laughs> Frakes is now the person who's appeared in the most different Trek shows. Because he's been Next Gen, DS9, Voyager, Enterprise, and now Picard. So Frakes has done five. Mind you, we had uh, Michael Dawn in uh, original movies. Oh, yeah, true. So that'd be three. So original, Next Gen, DS9. But yeah, Frakes is five. um, But technically he plays Tom Riker in DS9. Yeah. So he's drawing with Marina as playing the same character in the most shows. Because um, she's also done for yeah. now, so yeah. So let's crack on then with what we what we get in this one. So we start off with we're accustomed to it now. We usually get a flashback, but 
it's barely a flashback this time. Yeah, three weeks previous. Yeah, it's a flashback <laughs> to events that we've already seen. Yeah, sort of filling in what happened during the events. Yeah, there. and this is, we speculated on this at the time, that Commodore O's obviously shown something to Girati and we see exactly what she shows now and yeah. how she shows it, which is... Yeah, like, we've speculated, is a Commodore O... Vulcan or Romulan with the sunglasses because the sunglasses shouldn't be necessary yeah but we know that Romulans prefer it darker yeah um, but then she does a mind meld and we have no nothing to suggest that the Romulans no can do the same things Vulcans can no no not on the the mental side of things I mean the I think the closest we've ever got to it was the uh, last week with Narek and his sort of meditation-y thing that he did. Yeah. But, but that's a practice, not a... Not actually sort of contacting. Yeah, it's not an innate ability. It's something that, uh, you know, is more of a a behavioural yeah. thing, you know. So, yeah, so, I mean, we've pretty much got to come down on that she must be Vulcan. Yeah, I think we've got to say she's Vulcan, but it was um, very out of character for our... All our things with Vulcan mind melds is that you ask permission you get permission from who yeah, you're doing there it yeah there is precedent though uh, Spock forces a mind meld on Valaris in Star Trek 6 yeah and that's I remember uh, someone I worked with years ago was a big uh, Trekkie and she couldn't get on with Star Trek 6 because of that she yeah. said like it, I just could not see Spock ever doing that and yeah, I I didn't feel that because I think given the circumstances um, and everything. But what's the original series one where they're at the prison and they get the guy where it's sent him through the wall? Well, well, no, where he's a bit mental and they get him on the ship and that's the first time. Spock oh yeah, 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 Dagger of the da- Mind is possibly. it? Possibly, but I don't think he has permission there either, does he? No, maybe not. But I suppose the guy's not in a state yeah. where he could really give. I'm just I, thinking I of know. a precedent for... The, I mean, the the one that jumps at me is Star Spock Trek on six. Polaris, but there was it's sort of serious extenuating circumstances yeah. at that time. But yeah, she she basically forces this mind meld on Girati and you get all these flashes. And I suppose we should talk about the special effects controversy that's... Yeah. Now... The first thing I was reading about this was people are saying it's the exact same thing as what you see in Discovery, so this is a vision of control and maybe it's going to be the same storyline and this is control trying again. And and I've not read any official statement on it, but uh, on Memory Alpha, they, they say that it, it is the same special effect, it's the same sequence, but... They have altered it, like they've they've altered the coloration of the planets and things like that. So I mean, yeah, it's uh, are they tying the two in together or? It does make you wonder. Cause this is for me. If they're not gonna tie them in in some way, then this feels a little bit lazy having your main threat as some form of AI yeah, that again destroys the universe again. Unless this is a big, big overarching thing that they're wanting to tell and Yeah, sort of tying in you know it, like possible tying in Borg origins because people speculate yeah, about yeah, yeah. control being the Borg in Discovery and they said no, definitely not. But I think that we are gonna find out somehow I've a still bit got- about yeah, I'm still leaning towards maybe the Romulans made the yeah. Borg in ancient history, and I, do, you know, I don't know, and I'm, I'm willing to give this the benefit of the doubt and see how it pans out, and I would like it to be telling a totally different story to what we got in Discovery. Yeah. So I feel like we've told that story. We're gonna pick up threads of it in Discovery season three, presumably. Yeah. But I don't feel like we need to do this basically prophecy of AI wiping out the universe. Over and over again. Yeah, it it feels a tad unnecessary to do the same thing, but I do think we're going to do something different with this. And I think the way it's going with 
Soji being positioned as a good guy and Picard's stance on androids and things like that, I think that the outcome of this is going to be that the androids are allowed to live again. Yeah. And the band's lifted yeah, and they're recognised like, as their own people. I think we talked about this early on where the androids seemed very much... Or the synthetics in very much a slave labour force. Yeah, yeah, they did. And Picard had a court case, measure of a man. Yeah, yeah, they did. One of the best Star Next Generation episodes ever of android rights, senti- that they have sentient rights. Yeah, I mean... That's and it was almost like the Federation had gone, yeah, you won that, but now we've got loads of them we made and we'll do yeah, what we want with them. I, I suppose that is the distinction, isn't it, that they, they seem to be arguing in this one that the only true sentient one is Data. Yeah. And even, you know, uh, Girati and Maddox said, like, you know, it's got to come from him because we've not been able to replicate it. So maybe it's a case of the Federation have argued semantics and gone, well, look, he's not... not you you got the rights for data, but these are not what he is. These are something, something else. else. Which is dodgy it, ground to yeah, be Yeah, we're sort of talking about uh, dotted I's and crossed T's. Yeah, basically. and you know that's the sort of thing I think we're like, gonna have. Like that we have discussion. had precedent for this, where with the EMH, the first EMH is yeah, yeah, used yeah. for cleaning out uh, conduits. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's not unheard of, but you know. So I, I think even if this plot line is sharing elements, we discover it. I think we're gonna get to a much different. Yeah, going in a different place. You know, there was none of this. Well. Yeah, you know, let, let's be friends with control and respect yeah. its rights. And so, no, it was the baddie and we had to get rid of it. Yeah. So, I think this is going to tell a different story, but it there's a little bit too much similarity for me, not just in the, the use of the effect. Yeah. And then there's other weird stuff in this vision as well. Like, I must have spent ages pausing it, trying to work out if the Romulan that you see shoot themselves is anybody we know, and I don't think it is. But it's, it's very much like a couple of frames yeah. and it's gone. Like, well, so we've got three episodes left. I think we're going to get a very, like, you almost think, oh, is it going to be rushed at the end? But we've got three hours here. We've got three, like, at least that's... three hours because this one, again, is 55 minutes yeah. on. So we're, we're using yeah. his run time yeah, now. Like, I remember when it was first announced and Picard, bit, uh, well, Patrick Stewart said, it's basically a, a 10-hour movie yeah, or yeah. thereabouts. It's not far off, sort of like Lord no. of the Rings trilogy length. Yeah, there's a lot true, goes yeah. on there. Yeah, and there's a lot of revealing and huge amounts happening in the last episode. Yeah, I mean, we, we've basically got an Avengers Endgame to come in yeah, terms of which length. Which is a lot so of. <laughs> it's a lot of screen time, yeah, to tell a story. So uh, the other thing I wanted to pull out of this vision is there's the bit where the people are stood in a circle and. Yeah, I've seen some speculation online saying, is this the Conclave of Eight that Rafi's son alluded to? And I've counted it and there's ten of them, so unless they got the numbers wrong. Yeah, her son maybe. But you'd think that they'd be quite precise with that, wouldn't you, if it was eight? If it was meant to be that. If it was meant yeah. to be that, that it'd have got so, the number right. I don't think it is. I think it's, it's going to be something else, so we'll see. So that's pretty much as flashback. We also get the we find out she's got a tracker on her. Yeah, which, I need you to eat this. You've got which to comes chew it. In, you know that comes in later on and everything. So once we get through the the flashback, then we get um, back to La Serena, and you've got this thing where it's quite an amusing exchange where Rios is blaming Rafi, and we we get a little bit of background to how they were both treating the mission like Rafi's gone to Rios and said look me old captain Picard wants to do this he's not going to get very far it's not going to be any hassle for yeah. you do you mind doing it so neither of these two were expecting this to, to sort of get this far <laughs> yeah exactly and I, I quite like that and I like the fact that like Rios is annoyed about it like he thought this were going to be a milk run. Basically, bit. yeah. <laughs> Babysitting an old admiral and yeah, be fine. I'm taking him to a couple of planets. I might get to hear some stories and then yeah. I'll drop him back off home and it'll all be right. And <laughs> yeah, that's not what's happened. Yeah. And then over on the cube then we've got, I found out um, Rizzo's other name. So she's called Nerissa. Um, yeah. So Nerissa's killing the ex-Borgs. 
And we do get a bit of confirmation, as we talked about last week, that Elnor has killed all these guards. Yeah. <laughs> which we we fully expected. Yeah, we don't see it on screen. No, I mean, we get a bit we more. We do get some later on, but... Yeah, we get a bit more Elnor action later on. And um, there's some quite interesting stuff. So Nerissa's talking to Hugh and saying, like, by letting them go, you've doomed so many people across the galaxy. Yeah, she's sort of saying like half a trillion lives. Yeah, so at it, risk. It, so it's clear that she believes this thing. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, they, they obviously they have a. There's a genuine fear of sentient uh, synthetic life. Yeah, it, it's not um, a case of the using it as a smokescreen to persecute people. They genuinely yeah. seem to believe they're doing the right thing. And that obviously is going to tie into yeah, which is quite it is. A, it, it's quite uh, strange to see this because you got Picard is convinced he's doing the right thing, but the yeah. Romulans are also convinced they are doing no, the right it. thing. And so everyone believes everything they're doing is <laughs> yeah, that's it. And the, the the only thing we're missing is the the bit of information as to what it actually is. I mean, obviously they've seen that there's all this destruction and everything, yeah. but what? What we don't really know is the how of yeah, all that comes um, about. We know it's got where, something to do with soji. And where it started. Well, it didn't, it didn't just t- to do with soji. There's obviously a history of... She's only mm. three years old. Like, there's thousands of years of history of this. But they are calling of, her the Destroyer. Like, yeah, it's her that's going to... Like, she's prophesized. I mean, I've heard some theories that, like, is she... Do they think she's going to become like a new Borg queen and yeah. it's going to be like a, sort of a resurgence of the Borg that's going to do all this or something? I don't think there's any evidence that the Borg have been defeated, to be honest. No, I, I think don't think there is. This is a one-off cube that's cut off from the collective. Yeah. So, so I don't think that can be the case. No, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, we're, presumably we're going to get answers to this by the end of the season, but we'll... We'll keep picking up the threads as we go through it and everything. Um, there's also this thing of she can't kill Hugh because he's a Federation citizen yeah. and there's this treaty. And um, we see how that turns out later on. Well, but, <laughs> but it's a it's a nice little story beat to put in to yeah. so at least Hugh's safe for now, or we so believe instead, that he's so safe. So instead, for now. she just kills a load of ex bars. Oh yeah, she kills the rest takes, of them. Takes the anger out on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that, that you know it's. I think Jonathan Del Arco as Hugh's been brilliant in this. Like he, he's shown a range in his acting that he, there were no hints that he had all this in yeah. his previous appearances. But like the the sort of grief and everything he's feeling, he, he's really really good in this. It's a shame that you know we, yeah. we probably won't see him again after this one. But yeah, so Hugh and Elnor then get away. And the the La Serena, they let them go, basically. Yeah, they're being, held in, they're being held in a tractor beam. They can't get away. Yeah. And then you've got um, Narek. Yeah, he's, he's on his ship and he goes, I've got a signal, I've got a faint <coughs> signal. And then it's nurses, right, you can let them go now. This is very kind of... Star Wars, isn't it? The escape from the Death Star, like, you know. Yeah. Well, it's the only thing that'd explain the ease of our escape. <laughs> you call that go. easy. Yeah. There's a bit of that going on, and there's there's another Star Warsy thing later on that I want to pick up, but... And then the, there's that lovely bit where uh, they're talking to Elnor, and they say, everyone thinks you're crazy and brave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, they go... Uh, they contact him to beam him up and get him away and he goes no I've got another uh, another lost cause, lost cause. <laughs> yeah I, I re- it's good because it's showing <coughs> it's showing that there's a, a camaraderie that's built up between yeah. this crew even in a, a short space of time and you know Girati brings it up later on and you know they could just bugger off here and not bother picking Picard yeah. up again you know but I mean, Rios sort of hand waves it away, saying, you know, I've got a paying customer, I've so I've got customer. to do it. Yeah, well, Gerati starts going, can't we just come yeah. out of all sorts, don't you? Let's just go back to work. But I think there's more... Take me home. I think there's more to it than that. I think certainly, you know, Rios and um, Rafi are committed to this now. Yeah. And, you know, because... Like, <sighs> there's a reason why she's asking oh, yeah, to yeah, take yeah. him back. And she's actually trying to do it without... Giving away. Tipping the hand, yeah. 
and it's I think what we're seeing basically is we're, people have talked about you know the, there's not enough Starfleet ideals in Star Trek anymore and stuff but just because they're not wearing uniforms still Rios and Raffi and Picard are being Starfleet yeah, out they are. here oh yeah and I think that's the journey we're seeing is them moving back into that. Yeah, you don't have to have a uniform on to... No, and they might all protest like yeah. we're done with it and whatnot, but they're, they're clearly not. Yeah, the Federate, like Starfleet or the Federation of Planets is, a, is, an, is an ideology. Exactly. And they don't have to be a member of Starfleet to follow that ideology, no. and I think that's what we're seeing. It is, yeah, and you know they're still committed to it and everything, but... And that's all before the teaser, uh, the yeah. credits again. You know, they they it, do cram a lot into well, them first. Well, it was about eight minutes here. Yeah, it's it actually, is. it's actually quite a sizable chunk of. Yeah, it is, and this is another thing with streaming that we don't have to have the credits as early as we do because they. Yeah, you haven't got advert breaks coming up. No, and, and you don't have act breaks in the same yeah. way that you used to do. So. Yeah, you can take a bit of time Where for Where did the... we have one at about 22 minutes last season of Discovery? Oh, Discovery had a really silly, silly one, one, yeah. Because it was one of them where you were like, what, have I skipped it next episode yeah. or something? Yeah, there was a really a really daft one there. But then, after the credits then, Picard and Soji arrive on the planet in exactly the right place. Yeah, um because last week he just said I want to go to Nepenthe and he well, laid it in did he give more accurate coordinates does he know maybe maybe, maybe. I think we're going to have to sort of say you've got to just let it go let because, it go because at the end of the day it's bad it's, drama it, it's like um, all your a lot of your Star Trek episodes being down to a planet that they've never been to before. Yeah. And they're always exactly where they need to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and not just Star Trek. It, um, it's everything. Everything. And it, the, the point, yeah, you, there's no point. They could turn up and go, oh, we're in this city. Right, oh, my friends live over here. Let's go get a bus. And yeah. It's pointless. So, they, yeah, they turn up in the right place and this is where we meet Kestra. And... She was really good, a really good young actress. Yeah, but she played a really good part here. It's and obviously, like I think, even if you didn't know in advance that Troy and Riker are turning up, I think you'd guess really at this point. I mean, I don't know. I mean, in the credits, Frakes' name came up, so yeah. that was probably. But Marina's didn't, which was right. She's in the end credits. Yeah. It's just a guest star, which she needs to have a word with her agent there. I think. Well, I like we had a. She was... Where was she meant to be? She was... We had something arranged with Marina last we year. We did, yeah. It was a uh, webcam. And it was... Like, we know she cancelled a few because... Um, unfortunately, her husband died. Yes, yeah. But this was before that. She suddenly cancelled a few things. Yeah. And you sort of wonder, was she a late addition to the cast? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, this is episode seven, so... It, but, yeah. I mean... Like they've obviously approached Rakes for directing, yeah. And maybe, maybe asked him to act, and then and she's maybe been a later edition. Maybe so. I she's mean, classed as more a guest star. I think she should have had a, a, a bigger billing. Yeah, she deserves it, and she's very, very good in this episode she's, as uh, well. I think this is probably the Troy episode we've been streaming for. I think for it ever. is. I think this might be the best <laughs> Troy episode. Yeah. And it might be Marina's best performance yeah. in the role. She's brilliant in this. But before we get to her then, we we meet Kestra and she sort of starts out, there's a lot about family and familial relationships yeah. in this episode because she starts out like, is it your granddad? Is it your dad? Is it this? Is it that? And there's this stuff about the compass. Like, I got this compass from Captain Krendel. I looked up Captain Krendel, and this seems to be the first time he's ever mentioned. Yeah, I think it's. I think he's just on this planet. It's someone she knows. Yeah, I think that is what it is. And I, I just wondered if this was going to be another little Easter egg, but th there's nothing no. I can find. Um, and then there's this thing about don't point at me hearts, me hearts, better this, and she says, "Well, I'm a pacifist anyway, so I wouldn't shoot anybody." Yeah. Um. Though she don't mind shooting the whatever it is that the, she's uh, got for tea, corn corn rabbit, something like that, yeah. And then 
there's a bit that's I think Picard quite callously reveals that it lets it slip through he, that she's an android. He yeah. gets, he's only just met her. He knows <coughs> that, he knows she's activated, but he doesn't know how much she yeah, knows. Yeah, and like, and he sort of says it's a Kestra, like he says. It gives the hint. I, I believe. Uh, yeah, you, that, you know, Commander Data. Yeah, and then Kestra, being a kid, goes, "Oh, oh you're, you're an android. android. That's great." Yeah. And I just, I think that's, and they, this does sort of get called out later yeah. on. Yeah, it does that. He doesn't, he's not good at. He's not handling this well at all, really, this first meeting with Soji. Yeah. And I wonder, because I've been thinking about it, and like, <clears throat> maybe it's this because when he met Daj, he did do everything right, and she wound up getting killed. So maybe is Picard keeping a bit of distance here? Is he being a bit overly cautious? Well, if you say he's being overly cautious, I don't think I'm giving the hint to a, ch- a kid True. that she's an android when she is not sure she, she knows she's know. an android yet. Is I mean, maybe really overly cautious in terms of maybe building up an emotional connection. Is he trying to stay yeah. a bit away from that? And I, I think we we do address that as the episode goes on and we we work it all out and everything but it's just a weird way that he goes about it and Soji like for her part in all this is she thinks this is another Romulan trick really well she's not sure she's yeah she's like well how do I know any of this is real and how do I know you're not just trying to get stuff out of me and it's interesting for the audience, because naturally we know she should trust Picard. Yeah. But when you do look at it from, from her, her perspective... From her point of view, she's spot on. She yeah, has she's no, got reason no reason and whatsoever to trust him. And you get that bit later on where, like, Riker says, you know, I've known this man 35 years. It's like, yeah, but I don't know you either. So yeah. you saying you trust him don't mean... Don't mean don't anything mean either. Yeah, it's... I get totally where she's coming from. Yeah, and she's... Yeah, she's 100% spot on. Absolutely, yeah. And then this is where we get Marina first comes out, Councillor Troy or ex-Councillor Troy. I like that the introducer is Commander Troy. Yeah. He's acknowledging a rank. Apparently this is the same wig that she had from Nemesis and right. she kept it. Fair enough. Um, well, Because you've seen her in that play recently. What What's her hair like at um, the minute? Is it that different? She's got long hair. She's yeah. got long hair. She, like, Marina... She still looks really good, does Marina, but you can't get away from the fact Marina's in her 60s now. Yeah, I'd, so I'd, she is going great. Yeah, I don't you get why they're bothering with a wig. It's just, you can't get away from that. And I, I don't think a wig was actually necessary. And they're certainly not hiding that Frixie's gone grey, yeah. you know, so it's not, yeah, we're not like, fooling anybody. Like, she still looks great through Marina, but there's no escaping the fact of how old she actually is. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think she needed a week here. No, I don't. When I read it, I was like, what? Like, when I saw her, you could. she looks like Marina. Yeah, well, and, exactly. It's and not... Troy looks like Marina. It's... Yeah. <laughs> and I love how, like, warm the welcome is between them. You know, it's Oh, it's genuine. Yeah. It, and I think probably some of the actors is bleeding through there as well. But yeah, that like I've heard that they actually very na- tight knit. Yeah, get yeah. On really well. So there's genuine, and it's good that like cause obviously the last time we saw them, it was in Nemesis, and um, all good things were the first time Picard sort of started bonding with them. And it's good to see that they're closer now than they were. So he, he did always keep a distance yeah. as the captain, but this is like a family reunion and I like the bit where she clearly senses about his uh, diagnosis that he's got about the yeah well, it's, they've not said erotic syndrome have they but, but well we're guessing a variant on we're it we're guessing a variant on it his mother had it his hereditary yeah he's been told like we knew that it could come back and it's, all good things it's and, all done without either of them saying anything yeah. obviously Troy's got empathic powers and that tips her off to it but you know and then Picard says no I'm fine and it's clear he knows what she's thinking about it shows how well the characters know each yeah. other that they don't need to put these things into words and everything 
And then the, there's a bit as well with um, Soji, who says, this is Dr. Soji Asher, and he says, no, just Soji. And I think that's to do with identity and everything as well. She's like, well, wait a minute, I'm not a doctor. It, you yeah, know, I'm only been alive three years. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so a doctor. Am I really a doctor? Am I really Asher? Yeah, do I have a surname? So I like that yeah, that it she, shows she's having this sort of crisis. Yeah, I am just Soji. That's yeah. all I can say for definite. Exactly, yeah. I like it's just little it's very economical, just a little bit of dialogue, but yeah. it does the trick. And then Riker obviously you get this bit where it's Jean-Luc Picard and he's like what <laughs> and then he turns up and again like the welcome between them's lovely yeah it looks genuine and yeah and then it, he realises straight away they're in trouble as well yes he's there um, sensors on shields, shields up shields up yeah <laughs> which is something I'd never thought about but you would have shields and stuff yeah. on your house and everything yeah you're in sort of a Oh, there's a word for it, like what the cowboys did. The like frontier. Frontier, yeah, they're on yeah. like frontier. So yeah, so they've got a defender. Early themselves. settlers. And he says we've had a bit of bother with the Kazinti, which is the race from an animated series episode. Uh, the slaver weapon, I think it's called. Right. They look like cat things, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like pink space suits. Yeah. And stuff. So th- this is that species being mentioned. So whether that means that we're finally acknowledging the animated series as well, canon or not, I don't know. I think it is back in canon, isn't it? It's listed on StarTrek.com, which is as close yeah. as you're going to get, I think. Yeah, it's like there's one episode of it that they've said isn't canon from what I can remember, and I can't remember which one I can't one remember it which one it is, but yeah, probably the one with them holodecks that the people had a problem. Anyway, and... There's uh, some good banter between like Riker and Picard. You know, he says, "What did I say to you when you said you're off to that rescue?" <laughs> like, oh, I'd be up to my arse in Romulan. Yeah, you see. Yeah. So I like all that stuff, and I like as well that there's from both Troy and Riker. There's this unconditional stay as long as you like, stay as long as you need to. What do you want? What do you need from us? Yeah, and it's <coughs> it's really good, and. There's this bond building up between Kestra and Soji, and I like that she starts talking about data all, and you see like how much Riker and Troy must have talked about data. Yeah. Because she's like, do you like Sherlock Holmes? Do you like playing the violin? Do you like dancing? Do you like doing this? And, and then it's, it's uh, can you run fast? Can you bend steel? Yeah. Has? And, well, strange enough, I've just found out I can. Yeah. And this bit with... Oh, my dad said that Picard were the greatest captain ever, and then obviously that comes back yeah. later. I said, oh, I must have been drinking when I said that. <laughs> and while this is all going on, you've got Soji sort of... She says, like, I'm coming to terms with not being human. You know, I thought I was a human until... Yeah. Well, probably hours talking, ago. Hours ago. If that, hours. Yeah. And I like that they say, right, you're both off for a nap. That's the, yeah. the first thing. No. I think here that the two um, the Riker Troys are disservice here. Yeah. And it's totally unnecessary that they've had a son that's died. Yeah. There's, apart from the fact that what was wrong with him? They needed a positronic brain to grow yeah, the country. Yeah, but even that's which is not... a stretch, but why do you have to why do you have to give up? They've got a lovely daughter. Yeah. They've got this lovely Yeah. Why, why do you right. have to blemish Why do you have to that? put a blemish? I can't see. I can't. We know that they're not coming back. They're only in one episode. So Yeah. Like, was... I mean, the only thing I could think of is... Is it possibly to strengthen the bond between Kestra and Soji because they've both lost a sibling? Possibly. But again, and, it's and not it's, it's not, not necessary. necessary to yeah, do it. Yeah, I thought it was a major disservice to do it. I didn't them. think it it just feels unnecessary to kick these characters yeah. when it's not needed. Yeah. I, I mean I, I suppose parts of it could be well, you know, why would they leave Starfleet so the son well, was ill so we took him to this planet? But, but it could have just got, been they've retired. They've retired. The it's twenty years later. Yeah, they've and had they've enough. Been on, and they've done how many years before that? Like so thirty odd years in Starfleet or whatever. So yeah, it's not. 
And, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you. Yeah, it, we'd have, it, like... It felt unnecessarily yeah, have, cruel. Yeah, we've got... Like, you could be looking at 40-year career up to yeah. before this point. So, it's plenty of time. And we know that so prior, prior to... Another generation, thing... So. Another thing, possibly, is that it adds credence to them both saying, well, we can't come with you because, you know we've lost a child we cannot put her in danger and you get that beautiful scene with Troy where she says obviously you can stay as long as you like but I'm not going to put my daughter in danger and I'm not as brave as I once was and the sort of again Marina's performance is just Marina's brilliant brilliant, like the the vulnerability she shows and it's like this, this hands down is She's almost ashamed to say I'm not as brave as I was, but I'm not. I've yeah. got to put my daughter first. And but I, I agree with you. I think it's unnecessarily cruel to have given them a child and killed, <laughs> killed them, them. Yeah, for no real reason. Yeah. And yeah, the thing about the positronic brain, it it's a, it's a silicon-based virus, so you can synthesize a a thing in a positron. But it, there's a bit of irony there. But yeah, it was sort of like. But is the the tiny bit of irony really worth? Well, let's say it's like line? well, Data had been killed, so and you've got like it was seven years since Mars, since synthetics were banned. Yeah, we've got a fourteen, so we've got another thirteen years before that from yeah. Data being killed to Mars. There was no synthetics on the horizon at that point. At true, Nemesis. Yeah. So there's been a there's God been a big boom big, in it. Yeah. So there's been a big gap. So there's probably only been synthetics for one or two years in Maybe, reality. Yeah. yeah, it's it it's a strange one, but I, I mean, maybe we'll touch on this again yeah it's just sort of like the irony of our data yeah, dead the, and he could have saved our son that's it yeah and also it, it's been banned and if it hadn't have been banned as someone had died yeah. and it I, seemed I, unnecessarily cruel to me it, it did to me and the, again though there is that nice moment where Soji says you know real's better but then Troy says well not necessarily because our son would be alive if synthetic yeah. life was a possibility so some good stuff comes out of it but, yeah. but I'm I'm with you I, you could have done those things without, without doing that without giving them a dead son <laughs> yeah and it, at this point in the episode I realised like the whole first act of the episode is just the characters on that farm ranch yeah whatever it is oh yeah talking there's no action well there's... we did say we thought this is what had yeah. happened that it'd be very slow on the planet and it is very slow it on is, the... but, but but it's earned it's, and it's justified it's, and it's, it's great it is, for the it's characters gr- it is great it's great star trek so we do go back to la serena and they they detect narek following him this is the other star wars thing i thought about girati says oh I want to be the one who suggests hiding in a comet that turns out to be a gormangander. Yeah. That's Empire Strikes Back, basically. (laughs) Which made me wonder, does Star Wars exist in the Star Trek universe as an entertainment? Oh! And has she seen the Empire Strikes Back and is making a... Obviously, you can't call it out completely because Disney would want money. Yeah. But I wonder if this is just a little way of acknowledging... Star Wars. Yeah, popular culture exists in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, like, well, we've discovered we got, like, popular songs for the first time. Yeah. It just seemed a little bit too specific for it not to be something... Yeah. So, and then there's all this stuff with... Rafi and Girati and everything and this is really interesting to me because it didn't pan out how I thought I was gonna Rafi realises like you know you were really keen to meet this android but the closer we get to her the less keen you are and she says oh come with Auntie Rafi I'll look after you now when this happened I thought Rafi's worked it out yeah. she knows that Girati's up to something and she's gonna get it out of her but the rest of the episode doesn't bear that out. No. And it, it just seemed really weird. And like, Rios actually thinks it's Rafi. Yeah, and again, I thought Rios was playing it. And 
he were going to her and going, look, I think it's Rafi to try and get her to, and she nearly does. Yeah. Um, but both Rios and Rafi don't suspect Girati, and but the way they both act in this episode made me think that they did. They did, and uh, but it, it doesn't. No, quite it don't play. Out. It don't play out that way. That the new no. ones. And I think maybe I'd have preferred it if it had have done it. Like done. Rios actually has it nailed that they've got that there's a tracker on one of them. Yeah, he does. He has it nailed how he's being followed. And I'd have thought he'd have been clever enough to realise yeah. what's well, going it on. It isn't me. So it's one of you two. <laughs> yeah, and he should know Rafi well enough. And, yeah. But yeah, just that niggled at me a little bit. I just it didn't play true. To yeah, me. I wondered if like I wonder if some of it's been cut that we haven't seen. Maybe so, yeah. There might have been a longer subplot with this, but they didn't want to cut anything down on the planet, which I think is the right decision. So back on the planet then, this is this great bit with Riker and Picard where he says, don't don't tell me what's going on, but... Let me guess. (laughs) I think it's this, 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 (laughs) and this. And he's right. (laughs) Yeah, he absolutely nails it. Which again shows how well the characters know each other. Well, it was his first officer for exactly. 20, what best part of what was it eighty seven till eighty four? Oh yeah, seven years eight, on there, and then, so, so about fifteen years in Star Trek. Eighty seven till two thousand and two. Yeah, they were saying that the years are actually genuine roughly, years. Roughly, yeah. And it's it, his job is to know what the captain's yeah. thinking, and he he still does, and that's really great. And we also get all this stuff about uh, that Thad Riker made up his own languages and Kestra speaks them. Yeah. And Soji's learnt it. She's read a book and learnt it in two minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And then Riker goes, okay, so she's related to Data because I recognise that head tilt. (laughs) Which she'd not done until now. Yeah. But... I'll let that go because she's only just been activated, so... She has only just been activated and she's just met the Rikers, so... Yeah. No, I'll let it go. It it looks a bit... You could argue that, well, hang on, she's never done a head tilt before and all of a sudden she does. But she's only been activated, so maybe, yeah, that that's fine. And then Riker is the latest character to call out the Picard arrogance. Yeah. And... It is. It, it's right. It is in this case, and this uh, like, and a, a lot. Some pe- I've seen it on a few sites now. People are saying, "I'm fed up of Picard getting kicked in the balls <laughs> basically every week." But I think that is partially the point of this. It's, yeah. It. He's done. He's made a monumentous mistake, and this is about his redemption as much yeah. as anything else. And I think. This episode, I think, is a major turning point oh. with it. I think being with Riker and Troy is finally giving him the self-awareness yeah. that he's needed. He's been he's been making steps towards getting back to the man that he was, but I think now, now we're gonna... he absolutely is. And we get that much more directly in the dinner table scene later on, but Riker yeah, points out... Uh, like... Shall we talk about the pizza? Yeah, let's talk about the pizza. Let's talk about the pizza. Right. So, the first time we meet Riker is prepping the ingredients for a pizza. Yeah, he's already doing it in the We've got to imagine that he's already got the pizza dough made because pizza dough, you have to have overnight. Yeah. So, we're imagining that he's had his pizza dough ready in advance. Yeah. So, he's got his tomato sauce, grate some cheese, chop some tomatoes, pick some basil. He's got his special basil, yeah. And his daughter brings home a poisonous rabbit that yeah. he's making sausage out of. So we imagine that, because it's Riker, it's probably not really sausage. <laughs> yeah. It's probably just minced rabbit. Yeah, at least he's not putting egg on it, because <laughs> we know he's not going to get that right. But when he starts talking to Picard, he's making a pizza. Yeah. And he's off to go in a wood oven. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been... Anybody who's ever been in a decent Italian restaurant that has these wood ovens, has the pizza, yeah. if you watch them, these things take two minutes to cook. Yeah, yeah. if you've got a mod pizza, they, they slam about 50 of them in at once and they're done in a couple of yeah. minutes. Yeah, these are really, 
these things work at about seven eight hundred degrees centigrade. Yeah, I mean a pizza don't take much cooking anyway. All yeah. you need to do is brown off. In the your oven at home, you frozen one. Yeah, time, it's fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, but here we have. So it puts the pizza in. It's feeding five people. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> but it puts the pizza in, then has a chat with Picard. Yeah. Then it tells Picard to go tell everyone. Yeah, and meanwhile, we've got Sergi and Troyer having a yeah. heart to heart. And the and pizza's in the oven all this time. Yeah. So Picard goes over and he, said, he's, he says his bits to yeah. Sergi, goes off and Riker comes over and all this. And then they have a pizza emergency, the smoke, and he's, yeah. there's a bit of burnt tomato. And then it cuts a bit, and we get a night scene when they sat down at the table yeah. to eat. So he's cooked one pizza <laughs> that's taken approximately 10 minutes without burning at 800 degrees centigrade, which <laughs> yeah, apart, apart from, from the one tomato. tomato. Yeah. And then he's kept it for several hours to grow cold. <laughs> Unless he's had to make another one, because first one were knackered, but that'd take even long. Yeah, Riker's an interesting chef. He should maybe yeah, give it but up. Like we we do know he's only made one pizza because it goes to Soji. You're a guest. You get two slices. You get two. What? So yeah. So there's two for each guest. That's four. Now Troy says I only want one. One. Kestra, we don't know. And Kestra we'll... gets one. We see it on the plate. Kestra gets Kestra one. Has one, and he goes, "You've got extra sausage." And you see it, like bear in mind she brought home, home a sack full of rabbit. Yeah, yeah. And you see it, and it's like the size of maybe a fifty pence piece of sausage on a <laughs> on a pizza. <laughs> and it's flat. It's like a piece of salami. Yeah. And he points. You've got extra <laughs> sausage. It's like. I would like to see what happened if you had no sausage. Yeah, I mean this is I mean this is Riker who invites his mates round and cooks some scrambled egg, and that's your lot. Yeah, he has so. one egg one egg omelette for six. Yeah, which want an omelette, but it, you know, it, yeah, it, you don't want to go for dinner at the Rikers, no. or if you do, you want Deanna cooking because yeah. she probably she, at least she'd have a load of chocolate with it. But yeah. Riker right. his pizza. So we're not happy well, with his... We're not happy with the pizza situation. Yeah, it's It's like, you know, they've been on an intergalactic adventure, they're probably hungry. This is first <laughs> meal she's ever had. And you're giving her a little slice of pizza, like where's rest? Anyway, so while all this is going on, yeah, Troy this is the best counselling we've ever seen from Troy. And, you know, this is where they talk about, like we say, real being better and everything and um She's talking about, like, Thad had this idea about people having home worlds, and this is interesting. Like, he was raised on ships. Yeah. So he never felt like he had a home world, and so he created his own, and this is where he made this thing. These languages. And, and I think this is tying into a broader theme in the seasons. We talked about, like, Hugh talked about creating a mythology. Yeah. To give him a grounding and, you know, creating languages and things like that. So there is this idea of building mythologies building worlds and that's all tying in and you know are we going to get a payoff for that I don't know we'll find out and Picard does storm in and ruin it basically yeah and again this is you know similar to how he gave away that she's a an android he he, he undoes all the work that yeah, Troy's, Troy's been doing, doing here and she rightly gives him a bollocking for yeah. it and yeah she basically so you know you don't know what this girl's been through and yeah you know what yeah what it is but she doesn't she, she doesn't. has no reason yeah. reason for trusting you or anything and you've been very tactless with her and you need to treat her properly and he sort of says you know how can I do it and she's like well just be you You she basically said you need to be the best version of, of yourself, yourself. And do it, and this is, I think there is a turning point here in, in the dinner table scene later on. But before we get to that, we get a bit more on the cube and everything, and um, Hugh wants, basically implies that there's some weapons or something in the Queen's cell that are going to help him repel the Romulans, because he's like, we need to go there. And Well, I think it's more that they need to... I think he's more that he wants to make, ensure that 
that air transport is not accessible ever again to them. Maybe, but I got because he's saying like you know we're gonna sort of rise up and everything yeah. here, and I'm wondering if there's there's more to that chamber. There probably that is a lot more. To, there probably is a lot more in the Queen's chamber, and we get some cool stuff from Elnor again. Though I think, I think Nerissa tricks him. You know, it's like this isn't how a Jat Vash should fight uh, Kuat Milat. Yeah. And I think she plays on his pride a little bit. Or plays on his honour. On his honour, yeah. To get him to lay down his sword, because he'd, he'd have done her no oh, problem. <laughs> but she tricks him, and obviously this basically leads to her being able to kill Hugh. Yeah, well, she said that she could kill Hugh, didn't she? Because Hugh says yeah, yeah, about yeah. the uprising, she is it, and goes, insurrection, I can kill you now. Yeah, that's a, a violation of the treaty. Yeah, so that's a treaty violation. Don't. Yeah, and it's you know, it's tragic that Hugh yeah. gets killed quite... I mean, I think he's been great in what we've seen of him. What we've seen of him, I think he's been really good. Far and, better than he was in Next Generation. Yeah, and it's a character I never thought we'd see again. Yeah. But it's been so good to have him do something. I know some people have been upset about this, like, oh, they're just killing off the legacy characters, but I, I don't think that's the was case. Was he a legacy character? Well. <laughs> but, you know, he's. I think he serves the purpose here in the story. Yeah, I, and I think, think he's done. He's, he's served what. He's done what he had to do. And at least they got the same actor, unlike other yeah. XBs that we could mention. But yeah, and there's this great bit where he says, "You know, you give me hope again for a minute before he dies and everything." So yeah, I think they've done Hugh justice. Well, yeah. more than justice to be fair. It's like you say, it's better than he was. He has. He's played a great part. Yeah, and then back on La Serena, we've got. The replicator that's a 3D printer. That That is a 3D printer, the prop. <laughs> There's no... Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, Rafi's been right sort of motherly to Girati. Like, you know, tell me about him. She has this nice moment like, is it Chris, you know? And then she cottons on. Oh, it's Maddox. It's Maddox, yeah. And... You know, Girati's like, you're such a good person. She's like, no, I'm a, I'm a wreckage of a good person. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it... Again, I thought they were building to something here where yeah. Raffi knows what's going on. And in fact, in the bit where um, Gerati's sick, I thought that was because Raffi had put something in yeah, the drink. I, 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 like, I've watched this a couple of times. I was thinking, has she made her be sick? I Deliberately thought, thinking that she's ingested some sort yeah, of tracker. That's exactly what I thought. I thought she's put something in this drink that'll make her puke up yeah. the tracker and that'll rid her of it but it's not and I think I would have liked that better I'd have been like her Raffi's got her head screwed on yeah. she knows what's going on we know but... she's a security officer yeah we know she's gone through a rough time we know she's been messed up but we've seen it previously when she has to do something we saw her get yeah, yeah. Picard onto she's the barbecue she's very she's capable. capable and it, it seems a little bit that neither of them picks up on it but anyhow and then this is where we go back to this dinner table scene and um, I think this is where Picard sort of is where he turns round like he finally opens up with Soji and there's this great bit where he's saying listen to my voice my heartbeat look at my pupils and he knows that as an android she'll be able to look yeah. at these things as signs of truth and she says I can tell that what you're saying you believe to be true yeah but I still can't trust you and then he, he's got this bit where he says, you know, beyond everything else, even, you know, beyond you being data's daughter and everything, I've got a mission now and I'm no one's going to stop me doing yeah. it. And I think that's the moment where he's finally back yeah. fully. back as Picard. Yeah. And I like the fact that, like, they talk about it and then he goes, thoughts? As if it's like one yeah, of his it, old briefings. Well, it was, it was dropped, actually, earlier treated like yeah it's right like, says it treat us like we in your ready room yeah and it's Riker sort of slips back into early it's like Maddox it's Maddox has done <laughs> this and he's done that and he's done yeah uh, that's all great and um, yeah, Kestra finds out which world it is yeah I asked Captain Captain so and so I wonder if we'll ever meet him but you never I, know I, don't, I think he's an off screen character maybe so yeah we might see him in future seasons, mm. but I don't think we'll see him in this season. No, there'll probably be a because, comic book. Yeah, like, 
we already know Freaks and Marina are, are one episode. Yeah, and they may come back season two. We don't know about that. I mean, to be fair, I think even if they don't, I think you could leave the Rikers here. This is a the way it leaves it at the end of the episode is lovely. It, it is. It's a it, it's a great tribute to them as characters that they back in Picard. Yeah. Apart and from the fact where they give them the a kids, dead son, yeah. they've given them both. Great parts to play. They have. The help Picard, the help Sword, the putting it. back on track. That's it, yeah. They serve the purpose. They do what they need to do. Yeah. It? Yeah, it, and, you could leave And those characters, the trip properly. Yeah. They're not, like, it, it's very easy when you bring back a character that they're just there for the sake of being just there. Just to it, pop a up bit, and say A bit like um, DeForest Kelly in Gadget yeah. Farpoint. There was no reason for it. That served nothing. No, it didn't. To it, right. apart from the fact that it put an original series character. Yeah, it's like in the episode. I suppose a good example of a bit. If you look at how they used Leonard Nimoy in the first Star Trek reboot film, was beautifully done, and he he hands it over, yeah. and he gets that scene with his other self, and absolutely wonderful. And then how they use him in Into Darkness is just, hey, Spock's here again. Yeah. And you're like, Ugh. Yeah. And they've not done that with Riker and yeah, Troy. The, the they've done well. it in a lovely way, yeah. So, um, Picard seems to be back on track and everything, and we we get the resolution of the Rafi and Rios and everything storyline. This is where we were talking about, like, Rios is, oh, I think it's Rafi. And at first I thought, yeah, he's he's just trying to get to He's her, just but, trying to say it. But to... he does have that scene with Rafi where he says, she says, oh, you're going to chuck me out an airlock? And he says, I hope not. And at that stage, he's going to confront her. Yeah. But they get called by the EMH be, because she's, she's well, injected herself. self-medicated. Yeah. Now, I read this as she's injecting this thing to nullify the tracker. I think that's what she's done. Yeah. I know a few people read it as it's a suicide attempt. No, and I don't no, think because it, is it says that this what you've replicated can have um, it's like an athletic shock. Yeah, yeah. To certain species. Yeah, and so she's taking a chance, but she knows it'll yeah it'll that, get rid of. That's definitely what she's ingested. Yeah, we're on the same page with that one. Then I'm quite happy that no, this isn't a suicide. I don't attempt. think it is. This is trying to get rid of the tracker. Yeah. And then the Doctor comes back online. Now, I think this answers our questions we had last week about the Doctor. He clearly doesn't retain memory of the previous time. You yeah. Know. He, does, he doesn't seem to remember Gerati killing Maddox. No. And he doesn't... He presumably doesn't have a way of notifying the crew about yeah, he it. he doesn't keep a log of... It's obviously... He comes on, does the business, switches off again, and, and that's that's all of it. All of it done. Elnor hides in a little room and he finds the Fenris yeah, thing. Yeah, now, is he in the Queen's Chamber, I'm thinking here? It looks like and it. Has Picard... No, it's not, because when Hugh dies, he says, you need an X-Borg to open. to get you into... So he must be just somewhere else. Yeah, so it's who's left it, because it's almost like it's left for him. Yeah, it, it's hanging on something. It's not like... It, yeah. I'd have bought it completely. If he'd have pulled it out of his pocket, yeah. he'd have been like, oh, he's, he's, he's got the one that Seven gave to Picard. So, yeah, where does this come from? Yeah. What's it doing there? And, you know, maybe... Maybe it's more obvious. Maybe it's just something we've yeah, missed. Yeah, we've maybe missed some of it. So if if I have hands up, I apologise. Um, but yeah, I want clear on where that came from. But this looks very much like we're we're setting up the return of Seven of Nine. Oh, we have to say the Fenwick Rangers in some capacity. Yeah, and then you get the last scene with Riker and Picard where they go sit on this little jetty sort of thing. And um, I did wonder in this bit, so he asks about the new crew, and Picard says, well, they, they're carrying more baggage than any of you ever did. <laughs> and I wonder, is that a little sly dig at Gene Roddenberry's no conflict in the future thing? Possibly. Is it an acknowledgement of, yeah, yeah, we've made these characters carry a yeah. lot of baggage, you know? Yeah, because, well, a lot of the writers said it was really difficult to write for the next generation. Yeah, they hated that, it. That you had no conflict between the main characters. Yeah. And this is acknowledging, yep, we've made our characters. Yeah, it's not really. Good, it's flawed. not a good way to have TV. 
No. It doesn't make for good television. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's very hard to make good television out of it. And the next gen writers did a hell of a job. You know, yeah. Next gen, I love next gen, but. But yeah, it's much easier to plonk a load of characters in who've got their own issues, got their own problems, and then you just let them let them go. Yeah. You know, and you have an automatic. Uh, I think oh, what do they call it like a a story engine or something. Yeah. You know, you you don't need to introduce an outside factor when you've got a character like Raffi who who can go off on one yeah. or whatever it is she does. So. And Rios is obviously only there for the money. Oh yeah, yeah. But he's got his own backstory, yeah. and this thing with the well, Klingons. Yeah, and... well, we're still all oh, that's to be discovered yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I think that we're actually getting a crew together here. That's like it's been talked about three seasons with Picard, and I think the crew of Lasseriana is going to be his crew for three seasons. Oh yeah, I won't be surprised. I mean, there might be additions to it yeah. and subtractions along the way, but yeah, I think this core crew we're spending a lot of time building them up. Yeah, and I think we've done a better job with the core crew in if you compare the same amount of time to what they did in Discovery in the same amount of time I think they've learnt the lessons from oh, that oh yeah definitely and you know we've got to establish this crew oh definitely it was season 2 well we've talked about this at length yeah, it was course. season 2 before we found out some of the names exactly yeah and then lovely stuff with Picard and Riker I love the fact that the comfortable you know Riker's got his arm round yeah. him and Picard pats his hand and everything and it, it's just lovely you, one you don't see that generally on telly between two male characters but also two very much sort of alpha males you know they're both yeah. leaders and, oh yeah and it, it's just nice to ac- acknowledge the closeness they've got and everything and you get this stuff where Riker's like well I thought you never should have retired in the first yeah. place yeah, and you, P- you made a mistake you shouldn't have and, and Picard's like yeah you're right <laughs> and again I think he has turned that corner now the only thing I did pick up on this is Riker says I'm still on active reserve and it'd need a hell of a reason to get me to come back to Starfleet maybe a galaxy threatening uprising of AI or something might mean they have to call him back well I wonder if like because we have been told that we're getting three seasons of Picard yeah if there's going to be sort of a whole Picard encompassing yeah to the but I, I, think, I think we'll get a conclusion to season one. I, I don't we think will. we'll get sort of like a cliffhanger waiting for season no, two. No, I don't. Be, in fact, I think I'd be quite annoyed at yeah at that point. But I think there could be sort of a overlying thing. Yeah, so we may see Riker come back for I season, be season two or to season see three. Riker on the bridge of a ship again. Yeah, and there is also this thing of Riker saying you need to tell Starfleet, and Picard's almost like yeah, yeah, I think I probably I think do I probably at this do. stage. And then you get all the goodbyes, and it's Kestra and Sergi seem to have bonded, and she's like, I'm going to miss you, and she gives her the compass. Yeah. And I like the bit where Kestra's saying, you know, you've got Picard, and she says, well, I don't, but it's, well, you could you have. You could have. <laughs> and she's encouraging this bond, and I think Picard's in a place now where he could, he's open to that. Yeah. So I think we're going to see that. And that pretty much sort of closes us out for it, this episode. It does, yeah. There's a. a we're like, not going to talk. We're not like normally we mention the trailer. <coughs> we have seen it, but I think there's a major spoiler in yeah, the trailer. So potentially, yeah. So we're we'll, just going to say the trailer looks really good for next week and leave it at that. Yes, it does. <laughs> and yeah, I think I like the fact that the once Picard and Soji beam up the. The episode is happy to just take a minute or 30 seconds or whatever it is to stay with the Rikers. Yeah. And just go, yeah, the this is their family. The this mad stuff's coming to it for five minutes. They've had a bit of a crazy night. Yeah. But we're gonna leave them now and Yeah. And it's a nice like you say, if it wasn't for the, the dead sun looming yeah, over like, all of it. It's like like these action because there's action with on the Ellen yeah oh, yeah 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 Els- Lassariana I'm trying to get away there's action with Elmer Elmer yeah but most of this episode is just on a planet in a house eating pizza yeah it is eating one pizza between one five one pizza <laughs> no most of the episode is cooking the bloody pizza yeah, but, 
It doesn't feel like a slow, boring episode. No, it doesn't. It is this really. Is, if you want to sort of compare, this is sort of like family. It's it's that episode, you know, the the after Best of Both Worlds. Yeah. This is very much that. It's, yeah. uh, it's a break in the action, but it's an important break in the action to redefine where Picard is, redefine where Soji is, yeah. where that relationship's going to go. But also you've got the rest of the crew have had a temptation, basically, to we could drop this right now, and they all separately choose, no, we're not. Yeah. We're coming back for him, and we're off. So, like you, I think it's going to be all go from yeah. here. Like, like, the Seriana turning up to beam him up, I think says that they've got rid of the tracking device. Yes, I think it does. Because yeah, you of... do see, like, Narek's car get yeah, them. Yeah, he's and... lost the... Because they were doing a good job of evading him. It was just that... <coughs> he could get back... He kept back. coming after him, so... He could find him again straight away. Yeah, and but I think, you know, Riker and Troy say, you know, the Romulans are probably already going to be there when you get there, so... Yeah. I think, yeah, we're in for some good stuff for the rest of the season, but I think this one came at the right time. Yeah. I think it was... It was what was needed, and like you said, I think it does justice to the... Yeah, they, they're not just there because... There were two main characters in no. the next generation. They serve a really great yeah. purpose to the story. And I think the thing which is, is how bringing someone back should be done. Yes. Like with Nemesis, we didn't get a perfect ending for the next gen crew. Yeah, it, like it was all a bit up in the air. Nemesis had a lot of problems, and to be fair, I don't think Nemesis was ever meant to be. No, it wasn't. That was the thing. And if this is the last time I see Riker and Troy They've I'm happy to leave it there. Yeah. And it's far better than what they give them on Enterprise. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, we won't even go yeah. there. Well, we will go there one day, but yeah. not just yet. But yeah, so if you want to get in touch with us, let us know your thoughts. Uh, usual places, we're on Facebook, search for Retrek. We're on um, uh, Twitter, at RetrekPod. If you want to email us, RetrekPod at gmail.com. Uh, but for this week, thanks for trekking with us this time. We'll see you next time on the retrack. Thank you. Bye bye.